0: which is one of the projects of the anti-racism movement in Lebanon. We're currently in Beirut, and we're here to talk with uh, Ali and Sami, who are going to tell us uh, quite a lot about, or quite a bit, depending on how it goes, on how the kafala system works in Lebanon, what, what is it, uh, why do people need to understand uh, why it's such a big deal, and why so many people are trying to obviously change it. We may talk about uh, racism, about uh, migrant communities in Lebanon, what they go through, uh, and how our listeners can, can be involved, can, can get involved if they want. If they feel like they can do something about it, I would urge them to do so. So I guess we could start with, with Ali, given that you mentioned before, uh, about what, if you can explain to our listeners, like, what is the MCC, what is the migrant community center, what does it do?
1: Great, thanks for having us. The anti racism movement is a Lebanese NGO uh, that exists to address institutional structural racism uh, Mm -hmm. in Lebanon. It was started uh, around 2010 by a group of activists uh, who actually made videos um, Mm -hmm. about migrant domestic workers not being allowed into uh, beach clubs and pools. Um, Mm -hmm. And from that, uh, a few years later became a registered NGO um, because the problem is so big and uh, there's not enough effort being put into it. The Migrant Community Centres are our biggest projects, we have three, uh, Beirut, Jounieh, and Saida uh, And our Beirut Centre uh, is the one that we're currently in now. The Migrant Community Centres or MCCs are spaces where migrant domestic workers, migrant workers uh, and their communities Uh, can build their capacities, learn, um, simply have space Mm -hmm. to meet uh, because there's so little access to space for migrants and migrant workers, Um, start their own projects, uh, launch their own initiatives, celebrate birthdays, um, but really the focus is on giving people a space and a chance to uh, to build their own capacity and advocate for their rights.
0: And uh, Sami, how did you start with the MCC? Uh.
2: I don't know, I don't remember the real time. <laughs> like, uh, uh, we have a crew for uh, making a movie here, so uh, by that time uh, the leader, the uh, MCC leader, uh, she came to support us you know, because we need someone mm-hmm. that uh, have to be uh, like a backbone for the movie. We don't know anything, we don't have anybody here. Mm -hmm. So uh, by that time uh, Farah was supporting us to uh, like providing a place to meet or to rehearse Mm -hmm. the movie. And uh, there was uh, uh, a centre in Hamra. Uh, We started there, because of that we know each other and uh, we start uh, coming to MCC Mm -hmm. and we are getting me a member, we are getting be a member.
0: New members? Yeah. And did the movie ever get uh, released? Uh,
2: we already finished the movie, but uh, it is not uh, coming out, still,
0: uh, it is in process. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And what is the movie about, if
2: you can ask? Yeah, the movie is uh, about uh, domestic workers in Lebanon. Okay. How they live uh, their lives, how they live with uh, employers and everything you know what is happening in the non-domestic
0: uh, yeah, yeah. workers. And obviously that's, that's essentially what we're, we're discussing, uh, we want to discuss now. So um, the big word that uh, many migrants, all migrants who are trying to change things, you know, have to deal with is the word kafala, the kafala system in Lebanon. What is the kafala system? How can we explain it?
1: Do you want to start or should I? Mm -hmm. Uh, So the kafala system or the sponsorship system uh, is a set of administrative practices, not laws. Mm -hmm. There's no law in Lebanon that talks about this. A set of administrative practices um, that regulates how migrant workers come into the country, exist in the country, work in the country, and leave the country, basically. The way that it works is uh, when someone from uh, another country wants to come in as a, as a migrant worker, they have to find a sponsor, often through, uh, almost always through an agency in their home country, then connected to an agency in Lebanon, and they come in under their sponsor's name. What the system does is it ties every single aspect of a person's life to their sponsor and puts them at their mercy, mm-hmm. at the, the the simplest way to say it. Um, so it's an unjust system in every aspect. What it means is that a worker comes in under their sponsor, their employer's name, and that uh, sponsor basically has complete control um, over where they live, what they do. They cannot, uh, without their sponsor's permission, they cannot uh, break their contract, except in very, very narrow, uh, in very, very narrow circumstances um, in terms of what the standard unified contract says. So many workers don't have freedom of Mm movements, they have no way to advocate for their rights, including days off, um, decent wages, decent living conditions, the ability to leave the house, um, the ability to look for other work, to travel, to have children, to organize, to unionize, to get healthcare beyond Mm -hmm. the very limited healthcare that they're provided. So it's a abusive system in all forms. And what happens is people leave their legal situations or their documented situations very often because of how uh, how abusive the system is um, and then get stuck in this area of illegality Yeah, um, because they need yeah. their sponsor to be legal exactly yeah, yeah. we can talk about that more later I say illegality between quotes but uh, I think that's that's a bit about it yeah.
2: okay uh, in my opinion uh, the kafala system uh, is like uh, bringing uh, primitive uh, slavery. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes like civilized slavery. Mm-hmm. Because uh, if you are a domestic workers in Lebanon, uh, it makes you feel like you are someone's property. You cannot do anything without their permission. You cannot go out without their permission. Even if you cannot uh, eat, you cannot call, you cannot do anything that you have to that uh, you have to have a right in, uh, by nature. You cannot do anything. No, uh, nature gives you uh, a right, like, like a human right, it prevents uh, to practice that right. Yeah. Uh, you cannot do uh, anything by yourself. Let's say, I want to go to somewhere, I have a resident permit, mm-hmm. but when I go out from the house, I am afraid. Of, you know, if uh, a policeman caught me on the street, he will ask me. Yeah. Uh, maybe I will answer him, but they will not listen. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. I have a right to go anywhere. It is a human right. If I, uh, uh, if I am uh, uh, legal here, I have a right to go everywhere mm-hmm. if I am not a violent person. But here in Lebanon, no, you cannot do anything by yourself. You have you have to have the permission from your sponsor. Always make me that I am someone's property. Yeah. But uh, it's not happening on me. But I always seeing uh, too many Ethiopians uh, uh, migrant domestic workers in the house outside the house because uh, I am the leader of uh, a group of Ethiopians uh, community group uh, Maswat, uh, Maswat Maswat yeah. Yes. Uh, in that group, people bring too many cases that. Uh, related with the kafala system. Even if they have a right, uh, they cannot do, let's say about the wage or the food, uh, the facilities that uh, they have, they are promised when Mm -hmm. they are here. Even uh, there is a contract, but if there is a contract, you have to know what uh, you are signing on. Yeah. But they will not. Uh, they didn't understand it because it is in Arabic and in mm, they English. They don't translate it. <laughs> yes, it's yeah. not translated. Even they didn't explain disca- They explain them what is their right and what is uh, they. Are, uh, they don't have to do. Uh, they just sign and go. Mm.
1: So, just to speak about the contract a bit more, in 2009, there was the introduction of this standard unified contract, it's called, yeah, yeah. and it sounds very nice, yeah, right? Th- it's yes. supposed to be provided in every language, yes, you know. it's supposed to outline the workers' rights, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, it's almost never implemented. Yeah. Um, a worker is lucky to get a contract, even in Arabic, mm. um, and even yeah. if the contracts were upheld, it's still very lacking. Um it still doesn't give workers basic human rights and basic freedoms, um, but it's mostly just a worthless piece of paper. Mm. Yeah, no,
2: in my opinion, even if no, there is a contract, if they implement that contract, if they are practicing that contract, uh, maybe they will get thom- some benefits, uh, domestic mm. workers. Not uh, more than the, in, in this situation, they just practice the contract, but nobody sees it, nobody, see, no, nobody implements that uh, contract. That is a big problem. Yeah. They took them like they uh, buy from uh, a supermarket something uh, from a supermarket.
0: Yeah. And in fact, it's uh, it's a very well known uh, common site at airports. I mean, the only airport yes. in Beirut yeah. to have a completely separate section yeah. for, for the, the migrant same. workers who just arrived, and then I mean. they, they have to be there and wait for the sponsors sponsors to come. Yeah. And that's why I mean, uh, since we're talking about. Laws. That's why, if I'm not mistaken, one of the main demands of uh, you know migrant activists, especially, is to be included in the labor laws. Because, mm-hmm. as you said, kafala is technically not a law; it's a it's just system. Yeah. Let's it's say. just a
1: system. Yeah, domestic workers are not included in Lebanese yeah. labor law, so that is a big demand. Again, the labor laws also need to be reformed. Yeah, of course, um, but it would be a, a very <laughs> small and yet big step. Yeah. Um, because the contract, even if you were to look at that as the strongest piece of paper, still doesn't guarantee things like maximum working hours, a day off, etc., uh, etc. Et
0: yeah. One of the main um, effects, I guess, of, of the kafalo system is the vulnerability of people, as you said. Like it makes them completely dependent, essentially, on on the. On the wishes or on the of the on the good nature on the ill nature of the of the kafil of the sponsor, mm-hmm. yeah. And we we heard uh, and you, you said that you were uh, somewhat somewhat involved in the case of uh, of uh, Shamila mm-hmm. recently. And th- it's one of those stories that actually, as you said, you mentioned before as well, like they're actually very common, yeah. but you, we just don't hear about them so much unless there's some. Video that was taken, or some, uh, you know, something that went viral online. someone mm-hmm. some, so for some reason, some people speak about it. If you can tell us more about. Uh, sure.
1: Um, so Shamila um, is a Kenyan migrant worker who now has been deported uh, back to Kenya. Um, recording this on a Friday, she was deported on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Shamila. Okay. So Shamila and her friend, another uh, Kenyan migrant worker, um, both women were walking down the street in Burj Hammut um, in daylight. They were assaulted by an off-duty military officer, a mob gathered and joined the attack, so it was a mob attack. There's a video, there's about two minutes of the video, Um, it's very painful to watch. And this is, she's not the only woman by any mm. means to be attacked in that area of Burj Hamoud in, in Beirut, more broadly. It was just filmed. Yeah. I think particularly black migrant women's bodies are, are very, very um, uh, commonly seen as as mm. targets of verbal and physical harassment. But one reason why Shanila's story, um, we were able to get Uh, interest in it and news in it is because it was videotaped and because then both of the women both of the Kenyan women were detained um, arrested and detained along with just uh, a couple other people in the attack um, Lebanese people But even though there was an ongoing court case, it's still ongoing in the military courts, Shamila was uh, deported. Um, So violating her rights to be present for her trial. So because that deportation order came out, we were able to kind of highlight um, the reality in Lebanon for uh, migrant domestic workers and migrant workers, which is if your papers are not in order, and she had an issue with Mm. uh, with her papers, with her... Residency mm-hmm. and uh, and work permits because she had left her sponsor over a, 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 payment, a non-payment issue. Yeah. If you're in Shamila's case where you're attacked or I can think of other cases you're hit by a car or you're stopped at a checkpoint or you are the target of an additional layer of violence you're the one who has to... Th- you, the consequences are on you. Yeah. You're the one who's imprisoned you're the one who's deported you're the one who's criminalized everything, um, if everything, yeah. everything. So Shamila is not at all... Shamila's case is not at all unique because mm. that happens every day. We just don't see it because it's so normal. It doesn't go to the media because it's so normal.
0: And I heard that Shamila um, and the other Kenyan woman—I'm sorry, I don't know her name—they were in, in the court case. They are among the accused
1: yeah.
0: with this, with supposedly, with the two other Lebanese men. So it's not even like the court recognized that she was attacked. They were attacked. uh, They were all
1: charged as if they were participants in a fight, fight, as if a brawl broke out at uh, like on the street in Hamra, or you know wherever, Mm. and. everyone was rounded up and you know put into jail to cool off like yeah. that's you know they're they're considering them um participants in the fight although they were clearly victims but um, they are not
2: even they are not attacking anybody yeah. no. they were defending them yeah. themselves as you see you know he was uh their hair. Uh, yeah. yeah. they didn't even act to defend themselves yeah. no, i don't know the reason that uh, even if she's uh, illegal here if she doesn't uh, have a She's not a, a criminal.
1: No, but that's what the system does. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I think just, I want to say one more thing about Jamila's case. I think it shows the violence that is every day on the streets. And we're not even talking about what happens behind closed doors yeah. in the homes of sponsors, right? So we can go there. It shows the violence on the street, it shows the um, the, the violence and the discrimination of Ibn uh, al of general security. Mm-hmm and the courts and everything else about the government. I mean, there's so many layers of, of violence um, that are just the essence of the kafala system. And this shows it in all aspects, in my opinion. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, there is also one case, no, uh, no, I'm related with, no, yes. because she's Ethiopian. So I have, I am following every time if mm. there is new information. Uh, I, I think it was uh, viral on uh, Facebook. Uh, uh, her name is uh, Lensa mm-hmm. yeah, yeah 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 but uh, i think the government already uh, says nobody uh, post anything about Lensa mm-hmm. uh, there is a rule i think uh, talks about Lensa and we cannot post anything about Lensa like on facebook and mm-hmm. yes yeah. they order yeah. something like that but she is still At in the that house, house. In the house yeah. they didn't yeah. even let her go to go out and uh, uh, the Lebanese government didn't make her to be free to tell the truth or to, to tell the people or the people have the people concerned to know about her. They didn't let her to be free. Since,
0: since we're mentioning about Lensa, might as well uh, tell, there, there. Yeah, tell yeah. people what actually who, who is she, what happened, uh, uh, like what's her story. The, her story, she was uh, abused in that house mm-hmm.
2: because uh, she cannot uh, resist the abuse uh, she tried to run away uh, from the house but yeah. the door always uh, locked, locked because yeah. the only uh, way that she will run away with her friend is the balcony mm. and she when she tried to jump uh, she after she jumped she broke her leg to uh, her leg. Uh, then she was uh, screaming by that time people uh, gathered and uh, they called her to, uh, her friend because uh, she saw what happened to lensa she didn't yeah, uh, jump yeah. uh, then uh, the video uh, we heard about her then uh, our my uh, friends go to the hospital yeah. uh, even in the hospital they put someone not to uh, allow to get here uh, to visit her uh, Lens. Uh, but they get the opportunity and they get inside, they uh, record a video, and uh, they just. Uh, one of uh, the person who were uh, visiting Lens was her auntie. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, her auntie, a sponsor, I think she's working in a television uh, station or somewhere else. She's a journalist, I think. Mm. So uh, she sent it to the. This is Lebanon yeah. Facebook page, they just post it on the Facebook, after that uh, too many things happened, they just uh, let her stay at that house, still she is in that house, too many things happened, we try to take her out from that uh, house and uh, communicate with the Ethiopian Consulate, but uh, nothing happened still. Yeah.
1: I think what's really e- egregious in yes. this case yeah. is
2: she is still sending a message yeah. uh, that she has to go out from that house she wants to go out from that house but uh, nobody else.
0: and she was even got on television to yes with yes. her with uh, with the daughter, the, of the, the daughter of the sponsor, sponsor yeah.
2: and the lawyer yeah. of the
0: sponsor of the sponsor uh, and yes. essentially it, it I saw I watched uh, that clip it was it, it's quite surreal to watch it's she's essentially under in the complete spotlight and has to say that she is fine and everything is good yeah. and you know nothing happened to her yes
2: completely different from the first videos that video. she's uh, recorded yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. uh,
0: it's
1: like
2: positive and negative yeah.
0: yeah
1: yeah and i mean these are not again like the, what do these cases have in common it's that there was a video there exactly. was something I think the like the danger of talking about the kafala system in relation to these big cases like this is that it's easy to say ah oh, there's one case of abuse exactly. there's one case of the deportation it's about individuals it's not their structural problems They're structural problems
2: yeah they I, I think you no know, here in Lebanon uh, people will uh, experience it and uh, they don't care no everything it's happen every time so they just uh, it's so common yes it's just be, uh, it's just uh, Everybody knows, you know, everybody expects uh, things like uh, this. So they didn't uh, excite the question, something happened like it. yeah. It's
1: just normalized in a yeah. way that people don't question yes. the way, though, I say this in quotes, you can't see, the way things are, right? Yeah. Um, a house with a certain amount of money will have a domestic worker. There's a room for her already built off the kitchen. Yes. It's uh, yeah. about the, a meter the maids, wide. The maid's room. The maid's room. The maids room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's, uh, there's a place, a separate place for her to eat at a restaurant. She doesn't go into the pool. She sits in the back of the car, even if there's no one in the yes, front. Yes. I mean, all of these things are so like there, you just see it every day. It's people don't question it in their minds, Like I, like I hope that they do after listening to this. It's, yeah,
2: it is just as I say, you know, it is just like a common thing that uh, they saw every time, every day, mm. you know, in everyday life, mm. people see uh, domestic workers, you know, uh, following the their sponsor every time behind them with too many uh, luggage or something or with their children or uh, something with uh, something you no know, people didn't focus on it because they already know uh, they already experience you no know, they will see something like this in every day uh, their life they didn't ask even yeah. why they uh, people treat them like this you no know, sometimes i am laughing you no know, People ask, I don't know, because uh, they are insult us or uh, because they didn't understand uh, from where we come from. Uh, they are asking you know, something that they didn't have to ask. Like, uh, is there a sun in your country? Is there a, a lake or a, a sea in your country? Something, a question, something yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, like this. There are people asking a question like this.
0: Absolutely, it's what's really amazing if we look at it from a like a macro level is that the Lebanese themselves we are so used to traveling everywhere for work <laughs> you know like it's such a common there are more as we say like there's more more Lebanese outside of Lebanon than inside yes. of Lebanon and yet uh, it's almost like we don't want to I don't know what it is but we don't want to understand we don't want to ask ourselves questions as to how do we participate in the thing that then we supposedly complain about obviously we have it much better when we actually travel than the kafala system here but yeah, it's, uh, uh, I wanted to, to mention, you mentioned, you briefly mentioned in the beginning that the anti-racism movement started, uh, and I remember this campaign, mm-hmm. of going to a number of private beaches. Yes. And uh, you filmed, if I remember well, uh, essentially them not allowing, I forgot, I think, an Ethiopian woman, which was, I think. Yes. It was the hell, I think.
1: Mm. Before, the anti-racism movement was a was an entity, was a thing, Um, a group of feminist activists in collaboration with migrant domestic worker activists, and I think that's important to say about ARM and MCC, Mm. is that's really our, uh, that's our our core, right, decided to try to expose, again, something that so many people see as normal, so they filmed these attempts to go to the beach clubs and filmed what happened when women were were black women were turned away, right? Black migrant women were turned away. They yeah, were being told um, like
0: there's there's no more room in the Exactly. The and, exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um just, you know, blatant uh blatant lies. And uh, I think what those videos did was it showed the it, it showed the racism, um, mm. that's part of the system as well. And there's nothing about the kafala system that talks about beach clubs. Yeah. You know, that, that's another layer of racism in society. This thing, um, it, it
0: goes back to just how widespread it's it's yeah. it is, you know, it's as you said, like there's no law. It's uh, I, I hesitate to say it's cultural because I don't like to say to use that term, but it's definitely not being challenged. It's definitely not being, uh, at least enough, that it becomes so widespread and normalized, as you said.
1: I want to go back to what you said before, and yeah. Sammy, I want your perspective on this too. Um, yeah, no, I, yeah,
0: uh, you gave it to me.
1: Um, you talk okay. and then I talk after. Okay. Yeah, I'm your uh, secretary, I remember. Okay. <laughs> we go to meetings together and I take notes <laughs> for them. <time. Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs>
2: <laughs> um We uh, are making some documentary with uh, someone that come from uh, uh, Melbourne University. Oh. She's a doctor. Her name is, uh, I just uh, forget it. Uh, She's an Indian woman, Uh, she is researching uh, uh, domestic workers. So she is trying to understand what is health care here in Lebanon uh, for uh, domestic workers and how they live in the society. uh, By that time uh, I was uh, recording my my camera and uh, when she tell us one of the women she uh, married an Egyptian man Mm -hmm and uh, she has uh, two sons for me. Mm-hmm. So uh, once they go to uh, piscine, uh, they try to get into that, uh, in I think it's San- a hotel. in Beirut? Mim- yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it, I think it is a hotel or something. It has a, a piscine. Mm-hmm. So uh, on the entrance, uh, they let the husband and uh, they let them in the two children and they stop her. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, when he asked them uh, why uh, you didn't let her get, uh, in, uh, they told her they told it's not allowed to let in the domestic workers.
0: They assumed she was a domestic worker. Yes,
2: no, they didn't even ask him mm-hmm. who
0: is she. They just assumed.
2: Yes, he was uh, making a problem on the door, on the entrance, they are fighting, I don't know what happened uh, at the inn. The minister of the hotel comes and uh, he apologizes for what happened at
0: uh, that uh, entrance. They later her in. And in They only apologize because they found out she's Australian. Yeah. I would assume. And like, probably yeah. because a man exactly. said you made a mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. Sure.
2: But the, always, always, let's say if it is a hotel, always accusing the man who makes the problem on the door. But uh they have to accuse the system not uh, only the man because they didn't tell them to uh, if they didn't uh, they didn't uh, tell them to stop the domestic workers or the colored people or the other than uh, lebanese or some white people Mm. they will not stop exactly they will let uh, them in let's say Hamra. if you go Hamra, we can go anywhere we can go we can get in uh, every uh, restaurant Oh, everywhere in Hamra mm. nobody will ask you mm. but if you go to the journey or somewhere else uh, if you go to somewhere you no know, uh, migrant domestic workers uh, is not that much populated they will ask you even in my opinion mm. I don't like to go to a restaurant mm. or a cafe or something because I'm not relaxed No, uh, I someone, uh, when he wants to go to a hotel or somewhere else to relax or to chill, he will not think that uh, something happens at the uh, place. Let's say I'm going to drink a coffee or a tea somewhere, but everybody is watching uh, mm. you. Mm. They will not let you to be relaxed. Why they are watching me? I'm, uh, I'm not that much different, uh, I have, I don't have a difference, you know, except my car. Yeah. yeah. But
1: you're out of the context that you're supposed to again. You're supposed to be in.
2: There are uh, a place. There are uh, shops, uh, clothes shops. When we get in uh, from the entrance, they are telling us we cannot afford what they are selling in that house. Maybe the maximum amount for that uh, the clothes in their house is hundred dollar. But how can we cannot afford the hundred dollar they will, uh, they will not let us uh, get it. Yeah. By that time, I, I, I will get be angry and I will uh, insult them. I will uh, use
1: some bad words. Mm. I think to go back to your question of why it is how it is, which is a, yeah. I don't have a perfect answer. Yeah. But
0: there's no perfect answer. Yeah,
1: but yeah. I, I, think people just that we, we don't know exactly, but there's at least three hundred thousand. Migrant domestic workers in Lebanon. Women from across Africa, across mm. Asia, right? They're the reason the country functions. Exactly. You know, the, Their labor is the reason that the country functions. And it's so devalued because one, it's care labor. It's reproductive labor. Mm. It's taking care of the house, of the children, of the elderly. It's doing all of these jobs that are viewed as uh, less than, lower than, that were not paid for so long, that are still unpaid in most households across the world, right? This labor is, the wages are less, mm-hmm. and the women are from Africa and from Asia. And men here are here doing other kinds of jobs It's similarly devalued. So this is the labor that runs the country, but it's seen as so much less than, yeah. uh, people are not viewed as people. Yeah. 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 It's obviously much more complicated than that. But and I mean, mean yeah.
0: uh, in many ways, like one of the and you know, this might be just an impression, you can correct me, yeah. correct me, but one of the few things or maybe the only thing that's really been trying to really change things are migrants organizing themselves, essentially. Like social media definitely has some is playing some role. Like this is Lebanon, you mentioned it yes. before. Mm-hmm. I wonder if if like if you feel it's probably maybe too soon to see any. Uh, like, do you? Have, how long have you been here? Have you seen any actual? I don't know if I'm gonna say change, but you know, you see what I mean. Yeah,
2: yeah. but
0: I don't. I didn't
2: change. You know, I didn't yeah. see anything. No, still now, the only thing I see. It is, I think, because of the NGOs, because of the activities, the activists, uh, no effort, they are trying to change everything. I I see one change. If you uh, have a resident permit Mm -hmm. before, uh, when you travel to, when I travel to my country, uh, and uh, if I am uh, legal here, Mm -hmm. when I come back, uh, I have to stay until my sponsor comes. But Mm -hmm. now, if I have a resident permit, nobody will me. Uh, nobody will stop me. No. I will uh, just go out like any uh, passengers. Yeah. Yeah. it, it uh, we cannot say it is a change mm. because there are too many things. You no, know? always I am asking myself. You no, know, uh, let's say the system makes you no know, uh, things critical like this. Mm-hmm. The kafala system. Mm-hmm. Why the people, the people they are not limited with the system their thought is free why they think that uh, uh, migrant domestic uh, workers are not human being or uh, why they didn't see them like uh, people Mm. okay the system uh, it has a limitation or something that will uh, put will make a limitation but the people's thought why they think like that why uh, uh, they put their position like uh, they are living with the uh, system, by the system. They are not living with uh, by the system. The system will protect them, yeah. uh, the citizen of Lebanon. Yeah. Uh, but they can think, they can treat the people like themselves. Let's say they will not be uh, their family, but they can treat them their fam- like mm-hmm. the, their family. But I don't know why they think like this.
0: I don't have an answer. <laughs> I don't have one answer. There are so many. Different ways to to try and wonder why the Lebanese themselves aren't, as you said, like uh, yeah. trying to change things from within. But you know, I, I, yeah.
1: I, I, yeah. I think the it's not a it's not just a Lebanon problem, yeah. right? The kafala system exists yeah. across the region, yeah. um, and it connects to um, where people are coming from as well. Rights, the countries that they're coming from. Mm-hmm. So, this is not an isolated thing. It's not to, you know, it's about the global capitalist structure, yeah, also. Yeah, but I mean, to go back to the organizing question, I think, I don't know, I have, I don't live this like you do, Sammy, so you can correct me if I'm wrong, which I probably <laughs> am. Um, but I think that there, I don't know if there's more organizing, but at least it's a bit more visible and maybe it's just visible to those of us doing yeah. the work, I'm not sure. A big barrier to change is that, again, because domestic workers are not included in uh, Lebanese labor law, they mm-hmm. don't have the right to organize and unionize, and there was an effort to create a union several years ago. Exactly, yeah, um, the, right. the regi- Like the, you know, that was it was never recognized yes. in the end by the Lebanese state. There are so many other groups that people don't talk about. Groups, uh, we work with many of them mm-hmm. at MCC, Sami and Masawat are um, a fantastic example
0: of... How many, how many people are in
2: Masawat? Hundreds. Uh, now uh, we are something like 200 or something. Okay. Yeah, okay. Before we were uh, too many, but mm. uh, most of the people uh, go okay.
1: to you, you should talk about the work of Masawat, not me. But what I see from Masawat and other groups is communities dealing with the worst consequences of the kafala yeah. system themselves, yeah. um, and finding when when people when workers leave their sponsors' home um, or their employers' home because of uh, abuse or five months with unpaid wages or no food or whatever else, um, it's the migrant worker-led groups that do the most frontline work. I mean, mm-hmm. the NGOs get a lot of <laughs> credit but I think the organizing done by migrant worker-led groups is responsible for 90% of this work mm-hmm. minimum, and where we have seen success, and I'm looking more at other countries to be honest, um, where we've seen success in demanding better standards, not completely reform, not complete reform or abolishment of the capala system, but better standards, is where organizing movements in countries of uh, origin where people are coming from are demanding change as well as groups in the countries where people are working it's like both, yeah. yeah both like the Philippines it's very known in Lebanon that yeah. filipino workers get a higher wage yeah uh, why? Because their embassy is stronger. Yeah, just, why yeah. is their embassy stronger? because there's so many they call them overseas workers. Yeah. There's so many overseas workers in the Philippines um, that have organized in the Philippines in other countries and have said no, we, uh, we deserve better. better. We have human rights. Yeah. It's still people use that example and then are like oh, the Philippines, the Philippines are fine. they're not fine. Not they're not still fine. there's still terrible yeah. conditions. Yeah. Yeah. But that is what I see growing a bit more yes. of these cross-border conversations. But it's still like that's not where the that's not the only solution to this, right? No, so of this, as not. long as the system exists, it's not going to be fixed.
0: In fact, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, the government has been, I mean, is trying to has successfully, in many ways, uh, repressed attempts yep. to unionize. Uh, uh, Sujana uh, and, Rose. and Rose were deported uh, at the end of 2016, I mm-hmm. think, uh, as one example, because they were they were involved, if I'm not mistaken, again with the were trying to set up this this uh, this union of migrant workers yeah. and it was not allowed despite the fact that uh, they they met all of the uh, you know legal criteria to set up a union
1: so Lebanese people of course yeah um yeah. yeah of course that was not the reason that they were deported on paper yeah and that's what we see again and again right the general security has also deported women with children yeah. Yeah. Um, that was documented quite well as well But that's not the reason on paper, it's because of of an issue with the papers or because you're employed in a different capacity than um, your visa says, which could simply mean that you work and cleaning another house for two hours on the side, or you don't live with your sponsor, I mean, all of these things. But with Sujana and Rose, yeah, everyone knows why they were deported, but that's not
0: what was written. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. Um, uh, It is They're preventing the country picture. Yes. Yes, Mm -hmm. the only thing they are doing, it is because, but they cannot because uh, by this time they show the social network it's like a television or something, you no know, more than television. Mm. People will get uh, information within a fraction uh, of seconds. Yeah. So people talk about Lebanon, uh, and uh, the people around the world will listen and see what is happening here. But uh, they are trying to cover what is happening in Lebanon. Uh, as you mentioned before, no, uh, here before there was no a community or a group or uh, something like that, no, to uh, protect each other, to support or to help each other. But you have a space. There is no, uh, mm. even the law will not allow you to create something like yeah. that, a group or a community without uh, permission of or a supporting of your mm. uh, consulate or embassy or something like that. Uh, that's why we are uh, gathering under MCC. Yeah, anti-racism, anti movement. Uh, now, uh, we are n- not even, uh, they are, they have to come to Maswad. If they get the opportunity, they have to make a little group in their surrounding, wherever they are, to support each other and uh, to do something for others. Otherwise, mm-hmm. we cannot survive. Now, by this situation, uh, the Ethiopian uh, government you know, says it is closed to come to Lebanon, but there is a direct flight from Ethiopia to uh, Lebanon. Yeah. That is a big problem. Now, let's say uh, minimum uh, per day uh, from 40 up to 300 people uh, come to be a domestic workers in Lebanon.
1: Because it's a business.
2: Yes, it it's is a, a business, business. That our uh, government selling the people to get the uh, yeah. dollars uh, foreign exchange, mm. and uh, here the recruitment agencies are uh, working for their life, for their surviving. It is a business. Yeah, so, but different. in the middle, yeah. in the middle, uh, people are disappearing. We don't know where they are going. Yeah. No, uh, uh, let's say you know There are houses uh, asking to get uh, domestic workers, mm-hmm. but how many people uh, have domestic workers in their house? We are too much, you no know, according to the population. The domestic workers are too much, mm. you know. Uh, let's say, you no know, uh, in one house, two, three domestic workers. Mm. You no, know, everybody have one uh, domestic worker in their house. Mm. But the other, where are they go?
0: Yeah.
2: We are asking this, but nobody answer. Mm. So the only way that we support uh, our service is uh, Working with the NGOs that uh, we are uh, working uh, like now, uh, the activists and uh, uh, NGOs, they are uh, no, I don't know. Uh, they are uh, talking like everything is happen uh, on themselves. Mm. They are standing. They are talking just like me. No, they uh, think happening uh, every happening on themselves. They are standing with us, they are talking just like us, they are acting just like us. Because of that, uh, people are gathering and uh, making something uh, that uh, for supporting other. And it is gradually you know, developing, people mm-hmm. are willing to uh, make a group or take a community. But still we have a problem and the Ethiopian community is, we have a problem to be to make a community because it's not allowed they didn't give us a, the opportunity to create
0: a community here so yeah I guess like uh, final thoughts of uh, what you hope uh, people can actually what people should be doing especially if they're in Lebanon obviously mm-hmm. if they're Lebanese
1: yeah great question mm. um I'll answer it in two ways yeah. the first I think is how we think about the problem, and the second is what you can do. Because we want to end on a take action note. Um, I think in how we think about the problem, what I've seen sometimes when I talk to my friends about this who don't work at Mm -hmm. MCC um, or don't work in a similar space is they hear these stories, they see Shamila, they see Lanza in the media, maybe they heard someone's, they heard uh, screams from someone's neighbor's house and they think, okay, all right, I know the kafala system is bad, Um, these women are victims, but my family doesn't do this. Exactly. We're, we're, the girl in our house, she's one of us, we treat her like family. So there's us, we're good, we treat her well, she gets to go out on Sunday, she goes and sees her friends, but she comes back we protect her, we don't want anything bad to happen to her, mm. we have to protect her and the victims oh haram, you know it's they're, they're victims of a bad system and I think both of those narratives um, further do the damage of the um, of the kafala system, of the, of the government, um, in that they still don't see migrant domestic workers and migrant workers as people right you're a victim or you're the girl in our house who we have to protect and that's not the reality people are organizing people have their communities people have families people have goals people have families back home i mean like it's so silly to kind of repeat this list but it's i feel like it needs to be said so i worry that people hear this people hear about violations and then they think victim and not me and i would encourage people listening to think about the things that you do every day, that you see every day, that maybe you don't do but your aunt or your teta or somebody does, Um, we were talking about this before, you know, if you have a domestic worker in your house, um, does she sit in the back of the car, does she eat with you, where does she sleep, Um, does your employer regulate where you sleep, does your employer uh, give you one day off or more, does your employer care what you do when you're done with your work or is it your own business, Um, does your employer regulate when you call your family, does your employer uh, understand that you have your own interests and leisure time? I mean, all of these, all of these things. Does your employer just call you the girl? Yeah. Think about how your own work conditions, and then how you're treating somebody who is your employee. Um, rant over. Second, um, how you can get engaged, um, Sammy can also, or how you can take action I guess, um, besides having these difficult conversations with your friends and your family, um, if you're interested in hanging out with us at ARM or MCC or Masawat or other groups, um, we always take volunteers. Um, we have uh, free classes um, for our members, language classes, um, capacity building, about a whole range of things. Um, Fun activities like dance or video editing or uh, how to make a radio project Um, if you want to volunteer your time um, and you want the experience to learn directly from people I think our volunteers probably learn more than they teach um, you're welcome to uh, connect with us and you'll have our contact details below Um, you can of course donate on our website um, and donations go to uh, our centers daily activities and also to case management work Um, and uh, you can share as much as possible. Yeah. yeah. And what else
2: do people do? Uh, I hope you no. Know, things always happen in uh, here. In uh, we are talking always about Lebanon, so people have to uh, listen. We are talking about their country. Yeah. Uh, what is happening in this country? It it is their responsibility. They have to keep their country's name. They have to uh, be. Um, Jealous, you no. Know, if someone uh, mentions their country in a, a bad way, mm. so you no, know, migrant domestic workers are just like uh, other people. So they have, they don't need anything too much. They don't, they want just treated like them, like a human being. They have to uh, uh, practice the contract. They have to see what is saying the contract. If they are working with the contract with the domestic workers, nothing will happen. Uh, So, in my opinion, no, it is their country. We are. I know uh, our Ethiopians, uh, domestic workers uh, have problems. We have too many problems. But uh, if they treat them like um, a human being, Mm. they will not be uh, that much mad. Mm. So. They have to keep their country's name. You no, know, as mm-hmm. it is you no know, keep it good way. Mm-hmm. No, it is their responsibility. They don't have to uh, uh, expect from the neighbor or expect from the other people. They have to st- start uh, respecting their country. Mm-hmm. Their, uh, they have to respect. They have to uh, take a measure for the responsibility for them. Mm-hmm. That's,
1: that's very well said. Mm-hmm. Can I just add one yes. thing as well? Um, you no. Know jealous yes why am i jealous
2: because you are going to add something after I. Oh, i'll give you the last word
1: don't worry i I, uh, I i missed something before i'm sorry sammy i'm just gonna stop talking um i think like i i what i talked about and what you talked about i think are both things that i hope people do mm-hmm. but i think also i hope people um take a step more which is to look at the system as a whole Mm -hmm. and if people are interested in getting involved in an activist way, in an action way, to try as much as possible to follow the demands of migrant worker groups Mm -hmm. themselves, right? and to do the kind of work that is not as sexy. Mm -hmm. um, But if we're having a protest to take care of the kids so that uh, their parents can go out on the street. If you're interested in having these kind of conversations, this is also something that our volunteers at MCC and ARM yeah. do. Um, but I think if we had more solidarity actions like that, mm. it would also allow people um, who are most affected to mm. have more time and more space and more resources to be leading, yeah. um, be leading this. And now Stanley will say many things, so he has the last word.
2: The last ah, word
1: right, thank you. let <laughs> 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 No you have to say
0: something now. no yeah. okay. <laughs> I mean, I try
2: to close it but you are opening it. Right.
0: No I mean it's it, it's it's what happens when you know we're talking about yes, something yes. that's so you know. okay. yeah yes. yes Okay uh, thank you both so much for this. Thank you.
2: Awesome. Yes but I didn't thank you uh, because you are inviting me in uh, this podcast. Yeah but thank you. That's okay. You.
0: <laughs> My pleasure. Thank you. <laughs>